What's up, hyphen Mississippi and hyphen around our nation? And then whoever else is listening, I want to welcome you to the hyphen weekend episode one. Uh, sorry, I just clapped my hands. I'm a very uh, demonstrative person, so I might move my hands a lot when I talk. Some of you understand that. This first episode, I just want to be a storyteller. Again, I want to welcome you. We're going to talk about spiritual pharmaceuticals. We're going to go into a series about that. But as we go forward, I hope that I can hand you some tools to handle the issues of the world that we're living in today and all the things that are coming your way. I'm praying for you. I'm believing God is going to use this series. God is going to use this podcast to do a great work. I hope you enjoy. I hope you're ready for the ride. God bless. Let's go. Hey, what's up, guys? First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose their great commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. What's up, guys? Again, I want to say welcome to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I'm thankful that you have joined with me on this journey, and I'm excited about what God is going to do through this podcast, what it can do and mean for our lives, including myself, as you you also. Uh, just a little bit of a background for those of you who don't know me. My name is Matt Wilbanks. I am the hyphen director for the Mississippi District. I am the hyphen director at our local assembly also. And if you don't know what hyphen is, hyphen is your college-age student, somewhere between 18 to 30. Uh, if you're a hyphen, you can be married with kids and be a hyphen. You can be just graduated from high school and be a hyphen. You can be single. You can be a couple. You can. These are questions that I've seen over the past couple of years about, can I come to hyphen retreat or can I come to hyphen weekend because I'm married or because I'm this or I'm that. Uh, I want you to stay connected. Just because you get married doesn't mean you change your best friends. It just means um, you, you, you obviously get married, you build a life, but you still need your friends. You still need people in your life that you don't become isolated. And so that's what hyphen is all about, making sure that we don't sink when there's an option of sinking and swimming. The reason that I got into the hyphen ministry is because I read a statistic, and the statistic said that 92% of students leave the church after high school. That's not that was not an apostolic Pentecostal study. It was a general religion study. But when I saw that, I just felt something stirred in my spirit and said, hey, we got to we got to make a difference here. We got to stop this. So this is my shot at trying to make sure that you don't get to that place and say, OK, I got to sink or swim because I want to take the sink option out because nobody should sink. God is with us. We are equipped with some of the greatest teachers, preachers, friends, um, realness and the oneness doctrine. And I, I just believe that with all my heart, that if we truly are living and, and believing and operating in what God wants us to do and who God wants us to be, then we're going to be able to help one another and we need one another. And so I would like to eliminate the idea that there's an option that we're going to sink. Because even if we do start to go under, there ought to be somebody manifesting themselves in the spirit saying okay I can reach down as Jesus reached down to Simon Peter and pull them out of the water and get them to the boat and so that's what the hyphen um, is all about 
Now, I will say this is my first episode with you guys, and I, I'm a little nervous because I don't know how this is going to go, but I, I feel led to do it. So I'm going to dive off into the deep with you, and we're going to see where it goes. This first episode, I want to talk to you about something that's going to sound a little strange to begin with, but then maybe we can just get there and not belabor the point too much. I want to talk to you about spiritual pharmaceuticals. I know that sounds strange, but I'm going to read to you one scripture, and then we're just going to dive in. Uh, It's a very common scripture. Everybody's going to know this one because it's pretty relevant to everybody across the board. So I'm just going to read it, Matthew chapter 6, verse number 33, and you probably know, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And then the next verse following, there, take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now, when we read scriptures like that, it, it, it is difficult for us because we think a lot about tomorrow. We think a lot about what we're chasing after. We're chasing after degrees. We're chasing after marriage. We're chasing after uh, the groups and the decisions that we're going to make. And at this stage of your life, pretty much every decision you make as far as on a larger scale, other than do I want Wendy's or McDonald's or am I on a keto diet or whatever the options are, uh, those probably won't have the greatest effect as far as um, mentally and, and maybe physically it will, but uh, I digress. It will have an uh, impact, but these decisions are heavy, and so we're worried about tomorrow. Um, so sometimes it's very hard for us just to, to focus on seeking the kingdom first and then letting everything else play out. And uh, that that becomes difficult at times. So I want to encourage you to bring you back to that place of just make sure that we're pulling ourselves back and self-examining and saying, am I seeking the kingdom first? So what I want to talk to you about today first, the first uh, episode that we have together that I'm going to share some things with you is uh, focused on spiritual pharmaceuticals. Now, what, what do I mean by spiritual pharmaceutical? What is a pharmaceutical? Okay, so when you go to the pharmacist, you, you, you are given pharmaceuticals, whatever the, the issue is. Maybe you got an earache. Maybe you got uh, whatever the list is. Um, but there are stronger pharmaceuticals if you are in an accident or if you go through a situation where you get injured. However that is, you're likely going to be given a, a, um, a pharmaceutical that is strong enough to take care of the pain. It does not solve the issue, but it helps you get through the moment. And so that's what I want to talk about. What spiritual pharmaceutical am I going to be going with today? Okay, so we live in uh, the year 2022. It is a world full of cancel culture. And you can say amen, even though you're not with me, but we all know we're, we're all the way up to our ears in cancel culture. You can't breathe to the left of your mouth without offending someone. You can't uh, close your eyes at the same time without offending someone. I know those are off-the-wall things, but it's true. We have to be knowledgeable about, am I offending somebody or not? I'm an educator. I teach 11th grade um, U.S. history, and so there are... There are, there are things as an educator that I have to think about. Like, I, I got to be careful how I say this. I have to be careful how I do this. I'm also a minister, so I have to be careful. I got to be mindful of the people that I'm trying to talk to and I'm, I'm trying to, to reach out toward because I don't want to offend them. But in a world that is full of offense, I had a question for you today, and that is, if being offended is such a strong issue and being offended is such a big deal, what is your plan as a hyphen to overcome offense. Now, let's just say, for the sake of saying, that I do, even with a plan in myself, 
become offended? What happens? Well, being offended, the Bible says, and you can look this up. I'm not going to read all these verses because, just to be honest, this is our first episode, so I don't want to go too long. Or I just want to go where I feel like we can go and, and not take up too much time. But the Bible says that a brother offended is harder to win back than a city. That's a pretty big deal. If a brother offended is harder to win than a city, how great is offense? Um, the Bible says that that being offended, it locks you inside uh, a castle with iron bars. It locks you up. It locks you and I up, all of us up. Anybody who chooses to take on the pharmaceutical, to take on the pill of offense, it causes us to be locked up and shut down. But the problem is, is when I become offended and I shut down, I don't just shut down on the people that offend me. I shut down on everybody. I shut down on God. I shut down on my friends. I want to become isolated. I don't want to become vulnerable. And it begins to have an effect on my life when I take on this pill of offense. Now, when I do take this pill of offense, what happens when I take a pharmaceutical Okay, when I take on this 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 pill, it causes me to think differently than I would if I had not taken it. It causes me if I take a heavier dosage of something that is meant to help ease pain but not cure an issue, then if I drive, it will cause me not to be able to drive properly. It will cause my vision to be impaired. It will cause my thinking to be impaired. Mostly when you read the directions on a on something that is given for those type issues, it says don't drive if you take this or don't move around a lot if you take this because if you do, there's a good chance you're going to do something dumb. There's a good chance you're going to make an error. There's a good chance you're going to make a mistake if you take this and operate there. And so a lot of times for you and I, especially the younger groups and especially hyphen coming through uh, wherever you are, whether you're in the middle of that group, the end of that group, or the beginning of that group, if we don't take a good look at the offense, if we don't take a good look and come up with a good strategy and plan regarding certain things like this, and I plan on making this spiritual pharmaceutical uh, situation a series, but this is the first one, offense is a huge deal and if I get offended, it causes me to think and act and do differently than I would if I was just simply free or if I was simply uh, clear-minded. And so I want to bring your attention to offense. And I just want to tell you a story. This is a story that happened with me. I was going through an issue one time, and I didn't really know exactly how to handle it. I do the best I can. I'm not perfect. I make my mistakes. But, but somehow or another, along the process, something changed, and there began to be uh, things said about me, things attached to me, things that I was uh, uh, being honestly, falsely accused of, in my opinion. And so I started to deal with this, and it happened so much because you have to understand, you don't wrestle with flesh and blood. It's spirits and principalities, so you don't, you you never, it's always beneath the surface, so if you start to feel an angst, or if you start to feel like, man, I'm starting to feel this certain way, I would advise you not to be naive to that, because it's probably a spiritual thing that's trying to attach itself to you, and you got to be wise enough to say, okay, this is, is causing me to become like this, so I need to erase the space. If I have an offense toward my pastor, if I have an offense toward my brother, what I do is I start to erase the space and I start to draw as close as I can to my pastor because that's the voice of God in my life. That's going to be the difference. 
if if I make it or if I don't, because submission is is, into his authority means that I can have authority. If I'm not submitted to that, this is biblical. We can go back and do a whole other study on this later. But if I'm not connected to that man of God in my life, I'm not going to have authority and I'm going to be living in chaos and off emotion. Now, if I have an offense toward my brother, also I begin to dis discord the the body and there's no unity and 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 when we're not unified things begin to get disoriented and things get messed up all because of this one thing that happened I became offended and so I was dealing with this thing and I started to realize this is actually having a really big impact on me because I'm not going to try to be super spiritual on you or anything but but I started to notice I would lay down at night and when I laid down I would look down at my chest and I, it was almost as if I could see an arrow sticking into my chest and then when I went to sleep I was like you know what I'll just sleep this thing off and uh, I would wake up and and honestly without even thinking about it I would look down and I would I would I would look down at my chest, and then the first thing that I see in the morning was that arrow in my chest, and it dawns on me. If I don't get this out of my spirit, it's going to infect my spirit. It's going to cause me to be offended, and I don't want to be offended. i got to have a plan. So this is what I started to do, and, and, I, and, and I do this regularly now, and this was a long time ago. But what I did is I woke up. I would wake up before everybody else. I would go into my bathroom. And in my bathroom, I have a walk-in closet. I would walk into that closet, and I would grab a hold of that arrow that I, I, I would feel. I would physically grab it. Now, obviously, it was not physically an arrow in my chest, but spiritually there was. And so I would grab a hold of that arrow, and I would say, God, this is how it feels. This is what they're saying. This is what's going on. God, I don't want to allow this to get into my spirit. God, I refuse to be offended because... Because I know if I become offended, I'm going to become a lesser version of myself. I'm not going to be kingdom-minded. I'm not going to be effective. I'm going to be about me. I'm going to be about how this is not fair. Life isn't right. I'm going to become a victim, which is the worst thing that I can become as a Christian, a victim. And so I started to pray, God, I, I, I have this. I know it's here. But, Lord, I'm going to remove this from my spirit because I refuse to be offended And I wish that you and I could make up our mind right now that we will refuse to be offended. You can say what you want to about me. You can come against me in any way you want to. You can do whatever you want to do. I will not be offended because that is a key of the adversary to pull me out of the kingdom. He can pull me out of the kingdom and put me on the bench, on the sideline, or however you want to take it, and I will be fruitless. And it's all about being fruitful and producing fruits of the Spirit. And if I become offended, I will not be fruitful. And so I grab a hold of this thing as tight as I can. I'm telling God, this is how it feels. This is what I think. All these things, and then all of a sudden I say, God, I remove this from my spirit, and I pull it out. I physically remove that thing from my heart, and I grasp it as hard as I can in my hand. And I'm looking at this thing, and I'm holding it in my hand. It's hurt. It's anger. It's, man, this stuff isn't fair. All these things that could come from that, I'm holding it in my hand. And I look up to God, and I say, God, I give this to you. But before I release it from my hand, I say, God, this is not something that I'm giving to you just for you to take. This is much more than that. This is an exchange. God, I'm going to give this to you, but in replace of this, when I open up my hands, I'm going to release that to you, but when I close my hand, this is what I want you to close it, put back into my hand. 
I'm asking you, God, what can I do for your kingdom today? If I'm going to avoid offense so that I can be useful for the kingdom, then I'm going to ask the question, God, what can I do for the kingdom today? And so I open up my hand. I release it. I close my hand again with what I can do for the kingdom, which is just the opportunity. I'm grabbing for opportunity, and I put it into my spirit And I say, okay, God, and this is what I call the kingdom process prayer because it allows me to avoid offense and it allows me to keep my mind on the kingdom. It allows me to avoid offense, which is a huge deal. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've seen someone be offended and and get mixed up into anxiety. They get mixed up into bitterness. They get mixed up into all sorts of things, devices that we're not wise with the adversary who tries to constantly put things inside our spirit. Because he says, if I can't kill them and stop them, then I will corrupt them. How will I corrupt them? I will make them weary. I will give them offense. I will try to figure out something to corrupt them, to make them not be pure before God. And if they're not pure before God, they will become victims and they cannot operate and they will not be effective. And so my my call to you to avoid crisis in this first episode, and I got to wrap this thing up, is do not be offended. Do not be offended. Because I'm telling you now, if you become offended, you will be miserable. There's no question about it. You'll be miserable. I'll be miserable. We'll be sad because this is the greatest thing of all. We will miss our moment. We will miss the opportunity. And that is what is set before the hyphen of Mississippi. That is what is set before the hyphen of our nation. God is calling us for this moment, for this time to be created to do the greatest works that have ever been done so i challenge you this day overcome offense get that stuff out of your spirit get that stuff out of your mind and allow god to use you like never before let there be an epiphany that happens in your mind right now and say you know what i've been offended but i'm leaving this stuff alone i'm getting away from this stuff i'm moving forward in god and i refuse to be offended if you will do that you will change everything you will change your world you will change your home you will change your environment you will get to build a family a legacy and all the things that you've dreamed of if you choose not to be offended I pray this matters. I pray this makes a huge difference. And I pray that you put this in your spirit and take it with you. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you join me again next week. I love you all very much. God bless. And welcome to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast.